This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here, and welcome to the podcast for alpaca people. Oh, but it's been warm, hasn't it? Oh, it's going to get warmer as well. There we go. (laughs) We shouldn't complain, but we do, whatever the weather. Oh, that's the British for you. Sorry about that. Okay, so, hey, I should take it as a compliment, shouldn't I, that people want to come visit? (laughs) Even if they walk past the sign that says, sorry, we're closed. Even if they have to open gates that probably tells you you're in the wrong place. I had two two different groups of people, or an individual person and a, and a couple, who were in wandering around the lake. <laughs> I had to go challenge them and say, hello, can I help you? Meaning, by the way, do you know you're in the wrong place? Uh, I, it goes against my better nature because I want to share things with people. But uh, we can't have people just wandering around <laughs> It's just not. And the first person came with a dog. That was interesting. No, that was yesterday. Oh, so it's been a busy couple of days for visitors that we weren't expecting. Um, I think we need to change the sign at the gate or something. I don't know. Uh, there we go. So it's nice to share, but it needs to be a bit more controlled than currently it has been. Uh, speaking of visitors, we've got some in the stable. I've talked to you about the swallows. And uh, they were really busy last night, all up in the sky and all over the place. And I thought I was seeing some martins there as well, um, flying around. But I think I think actually it wasn't. Do you know why? Okay, so in the stable, we've had this nest. And I'll show you a little video clip if you go to the website and uh, com. You'll see in the latest episode for this, this episode, you'll see a little video clip showing the hungry mouths. And uh, so there are five of them in the nest. Amazing. And they're not there now. They've gone. Well, kind of. They're around in the stable. Uh, So they fledged. I missed the moment, but I was kind of around as they were getting near the edge. There was this, I was doing something the other day and there's all this flapping going on. I couldn't work out what on earth was happening. It sounded a strange sound I hadn't heard before. And uh, unfortunately, I couldn't quite catch it in the moment. But it was it was one of the youngsters had kind of come out of the nest. I was flapping at their wings like mine, trying to get back in again. Oh, no, 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 I didn't mean to leave. So they managed to get back in. The adults were around. It was lovely. They were hanging around in the in the in the kind of the rafters of the of the stable, just making lots of chirping noises and very much encouraged. Come on, come on, you're going to love flying. Come on, out you come. It's going to be great. Let me show you how to fly. It's going to be so fantastic. You're going to love this. And sure enough, once they got out and they went, they really did enjoy it. And they were tearing around all yesterday, late afternoon and, and into the evening. It was just fantastic to see. Really, really nice. So uh, I know this afternoon they were whizzing up near the window here, uh, up at the house. And they go, shoom, 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 and right up close. And uh, there must have been insects, I guess. Or they were just doing it for fun. Do you know, swallows have such a lot of fun. They really do have that kind of uh, mischievous activity that they do for no apparent reason other than they can and they like it. They fly so fast and with very few 
beats of the wings. I'm always amazed at just how quick they are and how amazingly agile at, at zipping and changing direction and zipping out again before because suddenly, oh, there's somebody there with a white T-shirt. Don't know who that is. Right, They're gone again. <laughs> I tried to stand ever so quiet and ever so not in the way, but yeah, they did pop in briefly, but essentially they weren't too keen on being there when I was. Oh, dear. So they were the visitors. But the other day we had a little little visitor in the long grass. <laughs> Surprised Sue when she was going down to the stable. All of a sudden, this little rabbit appeared and, and legged it. It had kind of moved and, and hidden in the long grass, but then she was right by it. And suddenly this little baby rabbit has sort of burst out of the 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 undergrowth. So lots of things happening there. The other visitors... Uh, are they visitors? It's interesting to know. Uh, whose lake is this anyway? Are they visiting my lake or is it actually their lake? It's, it's difficult to tell. We've got a bunch of uh, the ducks around and there's a group of them. They're not young, young, as in they're not ducklings, but I think they were probably a brood from earlier in the year. They've arrived as adults. Uh, we haven't had any baby ones this year, uh, so ducklings on, on the lake, but uh, they're they're around but other things on the lake, mm, some interesting things, zipping around again. They're, they're a bit like fighter pilots, these these creatures. So there's the birds, they're whizzing, whizzing around all over the place. And then you've got these beautiful full-size dragonflies, beautiful blue and green and amazing wings. I, I love the way that they can fly sideways. Did, have, you seen, have you seen that? It is amazing. They kind of hover and they kind of zip backwards and forwards and they can move. They swoop swoop and, and zip forward really, really fast. They're very, very quick. Uh, there's no not much wind, so they're not taking advantage of the wind. They're just flying fast. And they're two pairs of wings. They can control them so precisely. And they will do this little bit of a hover. There was, there was a female and she was obviously looking for a place to lay some eggs. And she kept dipping and, and arching her... Uh, her back end down and, and into the water because they lay the eggs just underwater. I'm just hoping it doesn't dry out. It's going to be a challenge for the eggs. They're going to get dried out, but uh, she'll do her best. So it's down into the water and then lays it on the vegetation. And so they, they develop and they spend a long time. Hmm. Can I do this from memory? Yes, I'm not sure I can. Is it one year? Is it two years? I think it's probably like two or even three years that they, they survive as, or they, they grow as nymphs in the water. Once the eggs hatch, they got these little nymphs and they go around and they they're quite carnivorous. <laughs> the eating's down in the in the water, uh, but they've got a. Uh, I'm in the middle. I can't. Can I stop? And no, I'm just going to keep going. The um, it's a long time anyway. And then they hatch, and then they have a, a short, brief season as an adult dragonfly in all their glory. They are so spectacular. And they, they're so quick as well. You've got to kind of catch them by the corner of your eye, out of the corner of your eye, and then kind of watch them as much as you can get close to them. Occasionally you get one that will land, but you, you don't get real close-ups. Um, I did I did one year. I'll find see if I can dig out that picture. That was a few years back now. I stunned it. <laughs> it was a bit sad. I stunned it as I was driving along on the... Uh, on the quad bike and and it sort of caught this thing and it, it bounced off and I I managed to see it. I don't know whether it landed on my leg or something. There was some reason anyway, I saw it 
um, and I was able to rescue it and put it on a bit of vegetation. It kind of stayed there for quite a while. <laughs> I'd obviously given it quite a bash, but it had the most amazing, uh, what was it like? It was like a helmet. So you've got the eyes, the compound eyes, they, they can see really, really clearly. And then there was this, there was this bubble over the head, like a, like a helmet. So it was like a real fighter pilot, absolutely beautiful. So I will dig out the pictures of that uh, because it was so stunning. I'd never seen one quite like that before. Um, they're all different, slightly different, slightly different delayed or a progression of timing of these being uh, around on the lake, which is always a joy to behold. So we, we have some of the red dragonflies and things. I haven't seen any yet, but I'll keep my eyes open. I've been busy indoors a lot, so I haven't been able to spend so much time outside. But hopefully in the next few days, I can catch up <laughs> and we can sort those things out. So the dragonfly is worth looking out for, but it is hot and dry. And it does just change. There's a little subtle change I've noticed uh, in the leaves on the trees, change of colour and a change of... What is that? Is it change of season? No, it's boy, way too early. We're only just into August. So it's not autumn yet. We're not going to be losing all the leaves, but leaves are coming down. And I think it's just heat stress, really, from the the earlier heat wave that we had a few weeks back. Not, not even that. And we're going to have some more. So we will have some more leaves that will come down. And they're, they're coping really reasonably well. But there is a subtle, as you look at the the wall of tree leaves, you can kind of see there's a subtle shift in in colouring down the length of. So it, it, I think we might find ourselves with a slightly early autumn, the colour shift in the in the colour of the leaves. And uh, we shall see where we go with that. I've been hearing a few more uh, grasshoppers because I've hardly seen any. Normally, I disturb them as I'm walking up the hill, taking food bag of food up to the boys or whatever. I, I normally find a lot of grasshoppers get disturbed and a jumping around all over the place. They change colours as they, they kind of shed their skin and develop another one. In the earlier part of the year, they're bright green. And then as they're coming in now and, and going through, then a lot of the body becomes straw-coloured. I wonder why that is. It's because there's a lot more dry grass, light yellowy, browny kind of colourings. Uh, again, beautiful when you see them up close. <laughs> Get very close to them because they keep hopping away. And thinking of hopping away, I hadn't seen many frogs this year. It's really strange, isn't it? We did have the... I'm going to have to go look tomorrow. In the the little pond just by the house, we did have... Um, we had quite a lot of... Um, I'm just hesitating because I'm seeing something at the end of the lake. Let me just reach for my binoculars see what I'm seeing. It's nothing at all. It's just some stones. <laughs> It's, it's the light, the way that it was catching the stones. I thought it was an alpaca. Do you know what I haven't? If I look with my binoculars, it doesn't it definitely doesn't look like binoculars, uh, an alpaca. But as soon as I turn my head away and look back again, it looks like the body and then the head of an alpaca. Down in the, there's a bit of water down by the bridge in the uh, in the bit of it's kind of a, a sitting pool that they it's very scummy today for some reason but it's uh they do like to get in the water a bit and just cool off but actually it is only stones don't worry steve it's only stones it's not it's not an alpaca in trouble that needs rescuing so there we go um 
I've completely lost myself now. What was I talking about? Oh, the, 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 the leaves and the various other things. Anyway, so we've had these visitors, people coming to see us that weren't planned and weren't particularly <laughs> welcome. Uh, I do find that hard. Anyway, the question is, what do we need to be doing with the alpacas at this time of year? It's really just, particularly because it's going to be warm for us, making sure that they've got enough water. So it's not all the time, but they regularly will get in the water, uh, the water buckets, and tip them over. And the tank was dry again. It's in no time at all it goes down. And uh, the big boys up at the top, we've been putting water inside their field shelter, which seems to, to, to go down very well. In terms of it does go down very well. So they're obviously drinking it in there, which is good. So they're getting access to, to the water. And then there's some other stuff which they'll tip over. So it's helpful to have it up high enough um, that they don't clamber into it. Uh, but equally, there are times when they need to cool off a bit and being able to clamber in a water bucket <laughs> of one kind or another is probably helpful too. So they're a bit twitchy today. I don't know quite what that was about. Um I don't know whether it's just the heat and stuff. They're a bit sort of fractious with each other and just don't seem quite settled. And we had a bit of skin stuff that I needed to sort out on one of them. So we've been, we trimmed the, the fleece right back uh, and opened that up so we can make sure that we don't get problems with fly strike. That seems to have improved the situation. And uh, just got a little bit of aloe vera spray on it today, which just helps again, calms it down because they get very itchy. And uh, she's just got a skin thing that we can't fully resolve. It's just how it is for her. But um, we don't, when it flares up, we need to sort things out. So that's Seren, a uh, pretty girl with the brown spot on the nose. And when I kept her in the stable the other day, she was uh, not too, too happy about it. But she had somebody in there with her, but she wasn't too happy about it. And her mum, Nia, came and stood by the door and was checking out that everything was okay. I think that's, I think that's lovely. And I think it's really, I don't know, it surprises me. They, they don't seem like they're having much to do with each other the rest of the time. Not there's any problem, you know, they're not, but they're just kind of not quite acknowledging each other or spending a lot of time close by. Whereas um, Tabitha, little Tabitha, she's a, such a sweetie. She really is. Um, sticking close to her mum, uh, Roslyn. And Roslyn is also very keen. So this morning we went down to the stable and there's Rosalyn and little Tabitha in, in the doorway of the stable, uh, looking very cute. They didn't stay long enough for me to get the camera out. They never do, do they? When you get a perfect picture, you just got to take it and then try for a better one because otherwise you're going to miss the opportunity. So yeah, so the, the girls are out now on the bank over by the lake because it's cooler over there. Some are under the trees and some are down by the edge of the, of the lake because it's nearer the water. Uh, we did have a little bit of mist on the water a couple of mornings ago. So it's just cooling down overnight, or there's a lot of humidity. Uh, but the lake gets quite cool overnight. Uh, <laughs> but not in the coming days. Hey, there we go. Very there we are. Started by complaining about the weather, and I'm going to finish with complaining about the weather. So predictable, at least. And I would say... It would be good if you can, but not sitting direct sun, of course, find a, a cool of the day kind of moment to go spend a bit of time with your alpacas and chill out. Spend a bit of time just being with them and allowing them to do you good because they do. 
spending time with an alpaca is such a good thing to be doing. So take care. Hope to see you again soon. And yeah, relax. Bye for now. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington. Have a great day.